This is Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International, a non-denominational end times ministry dedicated to fulfilling a divine commission to trumpet forth warnings from God concerning the imminent second coming of Christ and the impending judgment of God upon the ungodly. God has sent Dr. Hansen to many nations of the world with a solemn warning to the political and religious leaders and citizenry to repent of their sinfulness and wickedness or face the catastrophic judgments that will soon be unleashed upon the unbelieving world. Listen now to the warnings of our compassionate and merciful Creator conveyed through His faithful prophetic spokesman, the host of Warning Radio, Dr. Jonathan Hansen. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen. I'm the president of World Ministries International. I want to welcome all of you to the Warning Program. Wherever you're listening, in the United States or around the world, welcome. I have my good friend, Pastor Joe Kirkwood, with me again today. Pastor, welcome back to the Warning Program. Thank you very much for having me back on. Well, you're always a delight to have on. I've enjoyed every time we've done an interview, although I've been in, I've been at your church several times, and yeah. we've been together like in Oklahoma City at the Independent Assembly, so it's always fun being with you, Joe. Yeah, enjoyable to be with you, too. God is doing amazing things all over the country. We continue to see amazing manifestations of God's glory. We just, I guess it was last Friday, I had another blind guy healed here in Amarillo, Texas. Oh, my. Uh, During our food outreach, people don't know, but we give away food to needy families every Friday. Many get saved during that time, but it's also an incredible time to demonstrate God's power to heal, to deliver, to set free. And we just see a lot of people get healed. And, you know, it's the easiest way to lead people to Christ, because when they see miracles happen, they're like, uh, God is real. Well, that, <laughs> so, that's for sure. And that's what the Bible tells us, that, you know, these signs shall follow those that believe. And when they see the reality of God, and that's one reason, again, for miracles is to show the reality of God. Yeah. And that's really what my book is kind of about. It was taken from a precept that uh, God showed me about the last day's revival. For lack of a better term, I I labeled it the believer's revival. Okay. And it's where every believer, you know, sitting in the church pews, every believer starts to rise up and do what the apostles did, the miracle signs and wonders, not necessarily planting churches, but And the reason for that is I had an encounter with uh, an angel that I call a healing angel because the angel really taught me about healing. And uh, all that is in my new book called Miracles Are Easy. It's on Amazon. You can type in the title, Miracles Are Easy. It's uh, about angel encounters. And uh, the angel basically told me that you don't have to have a gift of healing, even though the Bible expressly says there are gifts of healing, miracles, signs, and wonders. But he said that any believer, this is what the angel told me, any believer practicing the principles of the Word of God can have signs and wonders following them and should have signs and wonders following them. I'll go that far because that's what I see in the Bible. These signs follow them that believe. Well, I- uh, It doesn't say it follows healing evangelists or 
people with healing specialties. It says believers. And so my goal in these last days is trying to get believers to recognize the power that is on the inside of them and to begin to operate in what the Bible says we should be operating. Now, that's very good. I want to get into some of these things in, in your book again. All of us, you know, I've pastored, been involved with several mega churches and understanding these principles, you turn the whole church on and then you have a dynamic church that they understand. They're not all called to the fivefold gifts of ministry, but they can all lay hands on the sick and expect signs to follow, expect healings to follow. Abs- this is what Absolutely. Jesus said. Absolutely. Because, you know, we tend to think, well, that's for pastors. That's for you know, this person has special gifting. In fact, the first chapter of the book was actually written by my wife. And uh, the title of the chapter is called Why Not Me? Wow. And uh, it was her response was like, you know, she kept telling me for years, like, well, you just have a gift. You're just different. And I kept telling her, well, that's not what the angel said to me. And so I can't really come in agreement with that. (laughs) And the Bible Bible says something different. And so... (laughs) After some years of watching and being around me, she's like, one day she's like, why not me, Lord? Why not me? And so she began to step out in faith. And the first miracle she had was in a supermarket. And a lady walked by and she had a child that was uh, deaf and mute. And she could tell that the lady was doing sign language for this little child. It was actually sitting in the grocery cart. And so she was like... Um, you know, oh, I don't, I don't want to do this. And she went around on the next aisle and just tried to ignore and the Holy Spirit just dealing with her. And so she went back and she asked the lady if she could pray. And the lady was hesitant at first. And then she said, okay, okay. And my wife just said, well, you know, the worst thing can happen is, is nothing, you know, and your child stays the same. But what if your child gets healed? Wouldn't that be something? And she said, Yeah. So she allowed my wife, Jackie, to pray right there in the supermarket. The child's ears opened and was sealed. Wow. And so she writes the chapter from her perspective to say, this stuff is real. And and I was a skeptic. I just thought only people with special gifts could do these things. But she had to say, look, the word of God's pretty clear. Believers lay hands on the sick and they shall recover is what the scripture says. Amen. Now, Joe, before we go any further, I want you to name your church. It's Cornerstone Ministries. Cornerstone Worship Center is the church. Cornerstone Outreach Center is our outreach extension where we feed people food each week. And then the international, Cornerstone International, and that's where we do all the uh, international crusades. And right now we're building an orphanage in Uganda. And that's where we do all kinds of things internationally, feeding people, medical missions, that kind of stuff. Now, this is in Amarillo, Texas. Yes, Cornerstone Ministries in Amarillo, Texas. Okay, you know, Joe, I just had a friend of yours on, a lady that I've known for at least 15 years, maybe 20, on my program. Guess who? Who? Joan Hunter. (laughs) <laughs> Joan Hunter, yeah. Joan was with me on my radio and television program, <laughs> ate at my house, uh, prayed for, uh, actually prayed for, uh, uh, we had her pray for my son and daughter and uh, had a great time with Joan. We we had great oh. testimonies on radio and television, exciting programs. <laughs> Wonderful. I was just with Joan last week for her 70th birthday party. I know, I saw the pictures. <laughs> And uh, as a matter of fact, uh, Joan writes the foreword to my book. Wow. Well, I I have to really give kudos and credit 
because she really, without her help and assistance, I probably wouldn't have gotten the book written because I didn't claim to be a writer. But she was the inspiration to say, no, God's called you to, you have to put these stories in a book of these miracles that have happened. And she really encouraged me, and that's how it came about. Well, anyway, I send greetings from Joan. Uh, you and I both know where she is right now, uh, in, enjoying an Alaska cruise. Yes. <laughs> but uh, everyone deserves a break. I mean, well, she, she runs listen, hard, that, you run that, hard, that I run hard. Works. She works 60, 70-hour weeks. That's what I'm saying. And I texted her, I said, Joan, I just... I, I even encourage you to just turn your cell phone off, Joan. You, yeah. you, you need a break from the world. You've worked, worked, and worked, and worked. That's right. So, That's right. But yeah. she, was, she will be with me in a couple of weeks in Ghana, West Africa. She told me all about it already. Okay. Okay. Because, uh, you know, I, I'm going, taking off. I'm going to be gone the month of July. Although I'm going to be speaking within the United States, different okay. states. And, and, you know, I'm going to miss seeing you in... Um, Oklahoma City this year with the Independent Assemblies. Yes, and it's so, sad that I'm I'm going to be uh, missing missing that. I leave July third. Don't come back till the twentieth, twenty first. I know because uh, I always enjoy seeing you. I'm bringing my wife there. Uh, oh, so I really she, wanted to meet your wife. Yeah, too. she'll be with me at the Independent Assemblies. In fact, you know I'm speaking in different places, including Oklahoma City and Kansas okay. and things like that. That's awesome. But. Uh, Looking forward to the next time we can get together. Yeah. But, okay, I want you to continue now. You, you left off that mm-hmm. these signs shall follow them that believe. Yeah, the, um, the book is filled with just lots and lots of miracles, uh, uh, including just one of the greatest miracles I ever witnessed was a man that did not have an eyeball. Wow. Uh, in the Philippines. Okay. And uh, God created an actual eyeball. He just had a hole in his head. Uh, and was missing the eyeball. Okay. And uh, he had one good eye and was missing the eyeball. And it was a night, the anointing was so strong. Uh, we were in a barangay, which is their word for village. And uh, we were in a barangay and the TV cameras were there and filming. And I uh, had preached a salvation message and and then called for the sick to come. And they, they lined up across the uh, down in front of the platform, but all the way across. And there, I, I'm going to say, conservatively, 100 people was in the healing line. And so I I began, uh, you know, working to uh, pray for them. And I started on one end. And, you know, I prayed for several. And uh, it, was, it was just a, a different night. Sure. Because uh, after about the first 20 people, I realized every single person has been instantly healed. Wow. And, you know, usually you'll have two or three that won't get healed or something, but they were all getting healed. And and I thought to myself, I thought, this is amazing. They're all being healed tonight. Wow. And so I just kept going. Well, I got about halfway down to 50 people when I came to this guy. And, and, And so they had a lady interpreter, and she asked him what wanted God to do. And so, um, so anyway, God just said, uh, you know, through or he just said to the interpreter uh, that he wanted to see. Okay. Well, it was kind of dark down there. And uh, so I, I said, well, is he, is he blind? You know, I couldn't really see. It was dark in front. The lights were on the platform, but not down in front. So I pulled my flashlight out of my pocket, shined it in his face. And sure enough, I was shocked. There was just a hole. There was a, there was a eyeball there. Oh, so, my. 
I, and I have to have to admit, I admit this in the book that my next thought was, um, wow, it's been a good run up to this point. that was that was what went through my mind i thought oh you know gonna mess up a perfect record here you know because i had never seen that kind of thing or had the faith uh to believe for such a thing wow wow and so i remembered the story of the man that, that that night remembered the story when uh Jesus asked the man, do you believe? And he said, yea, Lord, I believe. And then he said, but help my unbelief. Yes. <laughs> and, and that's where I was. I said, Lord, I believe, but I need you to help my unbelief. And, and I just prayed that little prayer to the Lord, help my unbelief. And then I just laid my hand, put my hand over that eye where the socket was. And I just said, Lord, I just ask you to give him an eyeball and help him to see. It was a very simple prayer. And then I quickly moved to the next person, I have to admit. I didn't even wait to see. Uh, I just moved on. And uh, we moved to the next person, which was 10 or 12 feet away. And um, and I was listening to the interpreter, what this person was saying. And, and the interpreter seemed to be distracted all of a sudden. And I, I was trying to get her to hurry along. We have a lot of people to pray for. And uh, she sa- I said, what's wrong? She said, well, that man you just prayed for. I said, well. Uh, what's wrong? She said, well, he's saying something to me. I said, well, what's he saying? She said, well, he's saying he can see. Oh, my. (laughs) So I immediately went back over there, pulled my flashlight out, and to my shock and amazement, there was an eyeball in that man's head that matched his other eye perfectly. That is tremendous. He he could see out of that eyeball. That's (laughs) and. uh I I was I was just shook up. I mean, honestly, I was undone. I was shook up. I cried. I, I uh, that night I called my wife, who was back in the U.S., and I told her what had happened. And I was crying on the phone because it was one of the greatest miracles I had seen. And uh, and and so that that is stories in the book. And so the book is about the journey that God has taken me through that step by step that my faith go higher. The Bible says that to everyone is a measure of faith been given, but to increase that measure, you have to exercise what the faith you have. Amen. If you let it lie dormant, it won't grow. It won't expand. It's kind of like, you know, a measure of wheat, unless you put it in the ground and put it to use, that measure can't come up and produce a harvest that's bigger than what you put in the ground. And so faith is the same way. Faith unexercised is no faith at all. That's good, Joe. Let me ask you again, where exactly was that? What country? This was in the Philippines near the city of Davao. Wow, wow, wow. You know, Outside of Davao. I'll just give a brief testimony. Remind me when you said, you know, um, you said, wow, God help my unbelief. I, I was starting, this was years ago, uh, three days of huge meetings in Uganda, uh, right in Kampala. And uh, it was actually apostolic prophetic. I, I had the, the leaders of the nation, you know, the parliament and others. And uh, it wasn't geared for healing. It was geared for a warning to uh, Uganda and uh, mm-hmm. Uganda's destiny. And so you had all these dignitaries there, huge platform. And... Uh, the first night, it was three days in a row, first night, uh, the Lord uh, pointed out a lady 
in the audience to me and said, pray for her. And I argued with God. It was during the worship service. Pray for her. And I argued, pray for her, he said. So I stopped the worship service and I pointed her out. I said, will you come forward? Well, she was a hunchback, a hunchback, a neck brace on. The whole city knew who she was, a hunch disabled person. Now, you, you get this, Joe. And so, I mean, everyone, it's a pin drop. And yeah. now I had been fasting 18 days, or I don't think I would have had the faith to even call her forward. And uh, I looked behind me with, with the bishops and apostles and the members of parliament, and I said, do you believe God can heal this lady? And nobody said a word. And I looked at, <laughs> nobody said a word. Yeah, not, yeah. not the people that invited me, nobody said a word. Anyway, I looked at the lady. I had to bend down. I said, do you believe God can heal you? And she said, yes. You know, I leaned over the huge platform so I wouldn't fall off, touched her, and she went over backwards. And all you could hear was crack, 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 crack. She hit the cement because nobody expected a miracle. This was not a miracle service, and nobody expected her to fall. She jumped up through the neck brace off by running all through the building and screaming her you know her whole back was straight this was a born hunchback a disabled person that everybody knew in the city and let me tell you joe we had church it was packed out for three days yes 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 and so i mean but it's the same thing if i hadn't fasted for 18 days joe i would have one i wouldn't have been sensitive enough for the for the lord i think to show me her in a crowd and i wouldn't have the faith to call her forward well i've had many of these things and of course i take teams with me and i help them to walk through these faith journeys and to the point that now many of them are just laying hands on the sick and wow Miracles are happening and their faith level going to a higher dimension. You know, I, I, I want to just stop you a moment. Uh, I only say that because I, I know a man, his son, his son's a young man, and he has a glass eye. And mm-hmm. uh, I haven't thought about that. I, I just sort of forgot about it for years and years and years and years. But he's a glass eye. It's blind. And, and so his father's in the studio with me. He, he does our radio and television editing a lot, producing <laughs> But I want you to pray. His name is James, James Miller. Pray for him right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, we send a healing angel to James Miller. You can touch him, Lord, right where he is. You know his location exactly. And I ask that that angel will go and touch him. By the authority of Jesus Christ, we take authority over the spirit of blindness. We break curses, generational curses, word curses. And Father, we thank you right now that you just caused that eyeball to be hooked up and attached to the optic nerves. We call forth the optic nerves to be made whole. We call forth the eye to begin to see light. We rebuke darkness and we speak light to invade the eye Jesus, you are the light, and we release the healing virtue and the light into this man's eye, and I thank you, God, for a supernatural creative miracle. Whatever is wrong or damaged in that eye, let it be healed, and Lord, when he takes that glass eye out, God, Father, when he takes that out, just just do the miracle. 
just do the miracle. Put in whatever needs to be put in. Uh, do whatever needs to happen. God, you are a creative God. There is nothing impossible with you. So heal James Miller's eye in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Reverse to God the damage the doctors did on birth, Lord. And we yeah. thank you for it in the name of Jesus. You know, Joe, um, his father is here trying to do uh, uh, this program, uh, but he's crying actually right now. He did not expect this today. Neither did I. I did not know you were going to touch on something like this. In yeah. fact, he, you know, I, I've, I've known this man since birth, and I just forgot about it because he acts normal, but uh, yeah. he, he does have a glass eye. He is blind, yeah. and I'm so glad mm-hmm. you brought that, that testimony. And yeah. uh, the, some, sometimes we the, let life go past us, and we, we don't sure. see the need right in front of us. And so yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm glad you gave that testimony the man on friday uh he came forward in response to a word of knowledge that someone had a twisted bowel wow and uh, they were in pain and a man came up and he said for two weeks he had not been able to go to the restroom and he was in terrible terrible pain and uh, so i prayed for him and he something started moving it was a black man that was there and he, he said, something is happening to me. Something is happening. It's on, it's on our YouTube channel. You can, you can watch it happen. Okay. okay. And um, anyway, it, it, was just, it was just like, uh, you know, something's happening in my stomach, everything. And then all of a sudden, the peace, and he said, the pain is gone. The pain is gone. And I said, well, I believe that whatever that twist was has is, is been removed. The blockage is gone. And he start and he and he was wearing an eye patch over his left eye. Wow! And he started to walk away, and I said, "Sir, I said, uh, what about your eye? You're, I see you're wearing an eye patch." And I started to tell the story about the man that didn't have an eyeball. And as I was telling it, he lifted up the eye patch, and he said, "Well, I have an eye." And I said, "Oh, but it's blind." He said, "Yeah." He said, "It is detached." It's not hooked up to any of the nerves. It's not hooked up to anything. And wow. the brain cannot communicate with it. And I said, well, I said, God can hook it up. And so I just laid hands on him. I said, in the name of Jesus, Lord, just hook up all those nerves. Hook up all everything that is detached and repair and cause him to begin to see in Jesus' name. And uh, he, he had put the eye patch back down after he showed me he had an eyeball. And so I was just praying for him. So he started to walk off. I said, wait a minute, don't walk off. I said, I said, lift your eye patch and check. So he lifts the eye patch and he starts looking around the room. You know, he covers his good eye and he said, uh, hey, I'm seeing light. I can see light. And he pointed to a light over on the side wall. Yes. I'm, I'm seeing light right over there. I said, yeah, there's a light there. I said, you are in process of being healed right now. And so then he turned and looked toward me, and he said, uh, I can see your shirt. And uh, wow. then, he, then a minute he said, I, I'm starting to see your face. Your face is coming into, into view. I can see your face. And so then I held up my hand and waved my hand, and he said, I can see your hand waving. You know, it was still a little blurry, but God just began to heal him. And by the end of the service, he was sitting in the back. We had a guest speaker who was speaking, but he was sitting back there looking all around the room. By the end of the service, he was seeing so much better. And uh, just a few days ago, I was at the gas pump pumping gas when out of my periphery came that man. 
and he came walking up and he said, I just want to hug your neck. Wow. And uh, and now he had his eye patch on. I said, but why are you still wearing your eye patch? He said, well, my eye is now very sensitive to the sun. Okay. And and he said, so when I'm out in the sun, <laughs> I wear my eye patch. Wow. And I, wow. And I said, well, I, I'm going to pray that it won't be so sensitive and everything. But he said, I just wanted to hug you because uh, what happened? He said, it's just changing my life. Now, ladies and, and, and gentlemen. A couple days ago. Amen. Mm-hmm. We're out of time, but uh, you've been listening to The Warning Program. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen, the president of World Ministries International and Eagles Saving Nations. Go to my website, worldministries.org, worldministries.org, and join Eagle Saving Nations. You've been listening to my special guest, Pastor Joe Kirkwood, all of the tremendous miracles. Again, he's in Amarillo, Texas. That's Amarillo, Texas. If you're in the area, attend the church. Name of the book again, Joe? The name of the book is called Miracles Are Easy by Joe Kirkwood and uh, foreword by Joan Hunter. But just if you go to Amazon, you can just type in Miracles Are Easy and it'll pop it up. May God richly bless you. Again, miracles are easy. My phone number, 360-629-5248, worldministries.org. God bless you. Now here is my friend, Scott Farah, and he's going to help you with your business. Scott? Jesus teaches us that we should never do anything without making a plan first. Most small business owners fail to follow this biblical principle and do not have a written plan for where they want to be in one year, three years, five years, Yet every large business has a written plan. Many who wish to start their own businesses do not develop a plan first. This is one of the major reasons that 80% of all small businesses fail within the first five years. God worked through me to develop a unique educational program for business people. Quite frankly, this program has changed people's lives. If you currently own a business or if you're thinking about going into business for yourself, you need the independence program. Visit our website, independenceprogram.training, and if you choose to purchase this unique educational program, make sure that you use promo code WMI. It will give you a 5% discount. So if what you have just heard resonates with you, and if you care and you want to be an unsung hero, I implore you, please take a few seconds to call us today and leave a message with a short prayer for us. Because we need to know that you are with us and care enough to be part of the spark with us so that together we can move God to send a great awakening that can reverse the inevitability of God's coming judgment according to what God spoke in Jeremiah 18, 7, and 8. We believe that if you joined hands with us, Together, we can save America from certain catastrophic judgment. So call now, okay? Dial 360-629-5248. And say a short prayer for us in your message. And leave your phone number too, okay? So one more time, 360-629-5248. Thank you and God bless.